You're tuning in to the hottest podcast in the Valley. It's the HighValleyAthletics.com streamcast, where we're just better. I'm your host, Jeff Stevens. It's my co-host, Zach Clem. How's it going, Jeff? It's going well this week, Zach. I'm doing really well. Uh, you know, caught some great high school football out at Barnesville this week. Tom and I went out. Uh, what a community. Uh, just awesome. Wish you could have been there. I missed it, but you know, I saw your guys' article, and you know, I felt like I was there. I was telling Tom before we started recording. I think it's one of my favorite things I've seen on the site recently. So if you guys haven't had a chance to check out that article, be sure to go do so because, like, I felt almost like I was there. And you have an opportunity this week. It's the milk game against Union Local. The milk game, Zach. I milk like milk. Game. Oh yeah, milk. So there was one time I was in a pie eating contest. I'm sure that's hard for you to imagine. Huh. But I came out like Stone Cold Steve Austin. I cracked two milks together. So oh, there's my milk game. That, that is a good milk game. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're going to get started this week, Zach. I'm excited about the game recaps. We had a big one to start off with. Here comes Musselman, number one in the state of West Virginia in the rankings. They're coming to Wheeling Park to the Island Stadium oh, yeah. on homecoming night. Now, what kind of games do you schedule for your homecoming night, Zach? Hey, normally you schedule ones that are nice, cake, nice, easy cakewalk. So you get a nice time, get to see all your alumni, get to see a nice game, and then you move on your way. But that obviously wasn't what we had here with Wheeling Park hosting number one Musselman. Yeah, so uh, the defense. You know, you talk, we talked about the defense a couple weeks ago. A little malign, I think, and they were giving up some yards, but come up huge again. Giving right. up seven points to the number one team in the state of West Virginia. Uh, you know, 14 points last week, seven points this week. You're going to win a lot of games. Absolutely, and it's nothing to sneeze at. Cause I believe Musselman was scoring at a pretty decent rate prior to this they game. Were, their well. offense is off the charts. And as, as I said, I knew Coach Phillips and that defensive staff would get everybody straightened out, and it was really great to see um, the signature win for Coach Doc since his state title, I think, knocking off a number one team for homecoming night. Great experience for those kids and great experience for those fans. Definitely. You know, halftime, it was 13-7. So sometimes you get a team traveling from the eastern panhandle all the way out in Musselman. You're, you're traveling to Wheeling. You might be a little slow getting going in the first half. Well, it seemed like maybe they were a little slow in the second half. You know, they Musselman didn't score, uh, and they gave up, you know, 21 points in that second half. Hey, we've all heard of bus lag. Maybe they had a little bit of jet or jet lag. Maybe they had a little bit of bus lag instead there. Possibly. Uh, you know, we, we talked about how Park has speed to burn. And, you know, we talk about Dre Hawkins. Now, Zach, nine catches, 221 yards. And three touchdowns. Oh, yeah. How about oh, yeah. game changer of the week this, for Jure? I, I, I would say so. I mean, that kid can f- absolutely fly. Have you ever seen video of him running track, too? Yes. I, I've been there to see him <laughs> oh, run yeah. track. Absolutely. It, 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 sometimes you got to see him with your eyes and not video because he's, he's so That's what quick. I was saying. One time I saw him run, it was like other kids were standing still. He's, yeah. He can absolutely fly. But not only being fast, you have nine catches. Yeah. So you got to be able to catch the ball, too. Oh, absolutely. He's got yeah. nice, soft hands. Yeah. Park ended the game 500 yards offense, 300 yards passing, 210 yards rushing. I mean, just seems like all facets of the game coming together. Uh, and later on in our rankings, we're going to see what happened to them. They were 13 this week. Ooh, so, I'm, I'm willing to bet that moved up a little bit. Yeah, I bet it moved up a lot. Yeah. Uh, you know, Lauren Naldi was named homecoming queen at halftime. Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. Do, yeah, do you know what surprises me? What? That Tom and I weren't there. Yeah, uh, We, we seem to always catch the, the homecoming yeah, games. Homecoming, I, I can't, yeah. I can't yep, believe we weren't there. Yep. Uh, with this one, Park moves to 5-2, and two, and like we said, probably moves up in the rankings a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah good, good win for them. Good Get, win for Park. They're getting close to hosting one of those home playoff games. Yeah. More and more they wiggle their way up. Top eight seeds, and then maybe top four, you get a couple. So, I mean, they've got a couple big games coming up. I'd like to see what – again, we'll talk about that more with the rankings when we come yeah, up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, next, we have, you know, my John Marshall Monarchs. You know, they go north to take on the Brook Bruins. Hey, I think I think they got into that stadium just a little bit after we did last week. Yeah, I think so. We were up there pretty late, Zach. We were up there for the longest JV game in the history of middle school football. <laughs> definitely. Um, and, you know, coaching football, both of us coaching football, if you tell your teams if you give up zero, you can't lose, can you? No, it's hard hard to lose. Yeah, yeah, you can't hard lose. lose giving up zero. You, you might tie, but you can't lose. You can't lose. Um, so uh, Jacob Caulfield came back for John Marshall. Fantastic, you're great and, to hear it. And what a game! Seven for eleven. That's pretty good stats right there. 132 yards and a touchdown. You know, and knowing Jacob, I'm going to say he might have still been a little dinged up. He wasn't going to miss two games in a row. No, I, no. And I mean, when you I mean when you see 11 throws, the first thought that you have is that hey, maybe they didn't throw it a whole lot. But I mean, it seems to me like a lot of ball control uh, oh, that yeah. they were re- that they were ready to move the ball up and down the field, and they were going to do whatever they could to matriculate the ball up and control it well. Yeah, definitely. And you know, here I, I think we talked about it in the Pickums. Uh, there's Clipson Wallace. You know, you knew he was going to get the carries. 
26 carries, 138 yards, two touchdowns. You know, you're going to lean on him. If yep. you've never seen Clipson run the ball, tough runner, some speed there. Uh, you know, it doesn't go down with one, two tacklers. It's right. going to take your 11 guys getting to the ball to get him down. Well, I mean, and honestly, the run game there obviously was a huge strength for that. And I mean, if you got an injured quarterback, we all know that you want to lean on that run game whenever possible. So that's definitely, I think, what would be the game plan for John Marshall, especially moving forward this season. Definitely. Um, you know, Braylon Sparinger was back uh, for, for Brooke. He's, he's a quarterback. He's been out since week one. Maybe a little rust there. Uh, you know, getting timing down on the offense. Uh, wasn't even sure, I don't think, that he, if he was going to go this week or not. Um, but he ended up stepping up. Uh, you know, stats weren't great, but, you know, gutted it out. You know, had got back for his team t- towards the end of the season. I mean, y'all, I mean, you always want to see those guys be able to come back. I'm, I'm not sure. Is he a senior? Uh, no, I do not believe he's a senior. No, well, I think he's a whenever you can, Whenever you can have a guy that's been out for a while come back, <laughs> I mean, there is that little bit of rust to knock up. But, I mean, it always brings a huge boost for the kids. And, I mean, obviously it didn't necessarily show up on the scoreboard this week, but I'm sure it'll probably work show its way on the scoreboard. I think they have a tough slate of games coming up they on do. the rest of the, the schedule. They do. You know, maybe get him ready and for those last couple games of the season. Hopefully try to get the ball rolling a little bit yeah. there. Well, John Marshall moves to 4-3. and three. You know, probably move up a little bit in those playoff rankings. Brooke drops to 4-3, and three, but still right there, you know, with four wins, you know, three games to go, get a couple more wins or another win, you might get, get into the playoffs there. Uh, now, Zach, another surprise. We've got another homecoming. Another Queen. homecoming, Tom yes. and I missed this one, too. Uh, congratulations to Angelina Lapoli. I mean, uh, she was uh, crowned homecoming queen at halftime. I mean, you guys got to so many of them. It's a matter of time. You guys were going to miss a few yeah. every once in a while. Yeah, we had yeah, to. Absolutely. Eventually. Yep, definitely. You know, um, next, uh, you know, kind of switching gears a little bit from football, Zach. This past weekend, we're the OVAC Volleyball Championship. So what you're saying is we need to get some setup for you for this one. Uh that's that. That is a good. I'll, I'll bump it back to you every once in a while, Zach, and we'll see where it hey, goes from you there. Bump one back. I'm definitely going to spike down the puns. That's absolutely sure. Yeah. So you know we have five classes in West for, in, in in the OVAC for for volleyball. Um, in the five A, you had Morgantown in three sets over Marietta. You know you, you beat a team in three sets. You know, I don't know what the matchups quite were. I know Morgantown's really strong on the West Virginia side, um, and they took care of Marietta, Marietta in three sets. I mean, anytime you see three sets in, vol- in three sets in volleyball, you know that there's <laughs> the ball's rolling a little bit, and that that usually shows that there's a significant amount of uh, power behind one side of it. Oh, definitely. Uh, you know, you had your your four A's next, uh, East Liverpool over Beaver Local again in three sets, Zach. So you had s- s- some matchups Deciding there, in three factor. sets, three yep. sets. Uh, you know, and I know East Liverpool's you know been decent recently, and finally they get that OVAC championship. That's something that's special for those kids. Oh, it's great. Get to hang that banner up in the gym, something for those kids to look back at until they're uh, kids about in the future. Definitely. Trip away um, had the, the, the best matchup of the weekend. You had Union Local and Shenandoah. Five sets it goes, Zach. Okay. Five so now sets. this is talking about a Union Local team that had won 59 straight sets at one point during the regular season. Lost to Shenandoah. Okay, so they beat them earlier in the season. Union Local beat Shenandoah. Okay. Shenandoah comes back, beats Union Local. Now they have, like, the rubber match, Zach. Oh, man, so uh, this, is, this, is, this is where the uh, boots hit the pavement, if you will. Definitely. Uh, some stats from that one. Uh, Tori Kildow, don't know um, if you've seen her uh, play or anything. Uh, she was just on the news this past weekend. Um, she had 41 kills, 19 digs, 12 assists to lead Union Local. Uh, Fantastic. Yeah, but, hey... Shenandoah had Maya Leach. She came up big for him, 18 kills, 22 digs, and 18 assists. So, you know, I think two of the better volleyball players, uh, you know, in the OVAC right there. Good I mean, matchup. Hey, I mean, absolutely. When you're putting up those kind of stats, I mean, those are those players that you can really hang, sort of hang a hat on and can really help drive volleyball. And, I mean, whenever you see these high school teams play volleyball, I mean, I've got an appreciation with it. My wife, my wife coaching middle school volleyball for a couple of seasons. Um but seeing the high schoolers, just how well they work as a well-oiled machine there. And when you see that level of stat lines, those are those people that you're sort of running your offense or running your plays through. And it's really nice to see those those girls stepping up and getting a chance to talk about them here on the streamcast. Definitely. I look for both of them to make a pretty deep run in the playoffs in Ohio. It definitely. Uh, you know, you had your 2A, Wellsville, beats Toronto again. Three sets to zero sets, Zach. Yep. So, you know, Toronto fought hard. You know, they just couldn't pull it out in the end. Good win for Wellsville. You know, you get that OVAC championship. At, you're a champion. You know, you're a champion that day, the next day, years from now, you're still an OVAC champion. Always, some, always something to look back fondly upon. Yeah, and finally in the single-way matchup, you had Connaughton Valley. Again in three sets, Zach. It seems like a little theme here over Bellsville, the Blue Devils. 
I mean, I think whenever I see three sets, it definitely shows me that not necessarily that one side was overwhelmingly better than the other one, but at least, you know, they're dominant. So if you're seeing somebody that's making it the OVAC and they're getting to that three set mark, I definitely think that, hey, that's probably going to be one of the sort of blue blood programs of that little area. Because if they're hitting three sets, I mean, they're winning by elimination. I mean, it's going to be a quicker set, not necessarily all the time, but uh, Connaughton Valley, I, w- I don't. If I'm wrong, you guys can willingly correct me, but we played over there when I coached at Bishop Donahue, and I seem to remember quite a few volleyball OVAC banners hanging in that gymnasium. I think you probably did, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I saw a few of those, so Connaughton Valley sort of keeps that legacy rolling. Definitely, definitely. Uh, You know, if you'd like more information about the the OVAC or about volleyball in general, Check it out, ovathletics.com. Uh, we'd like your help, too, on our message boards. You know, we have a lot of information about football sometimes and basketball. Um, and as you go on, you know, not a lot of people are posting about volleyball. But, hey, we like volleyball. Your wife coaches volleyball. I was just at a volleyball game volleyball. last night. It's, it's, so. it's, fun, it's fun to watch. And seeing those girls actually get some chance to get some success and sort of get a little bit of uh, – Recognition is always great, and that's definitely what we're trying to do here with the Streamcast and with OVAthletics.com in general. Yeah, definitely. So help us out, um, people to High Valley. Let us know some more information about your, your volleyball teams. Uh, turning it back to football, Zach, here we go. Shady Side 40, Bridgeport 26. <sighs> now, let me hear it. I, let me hear it. This was an upset for everybody, but the town of Shady Side and Zach. That's it. Let's go. That that's it. Let's go. Uh, you know, I how do you, Zach? You know, in football, if you don't turn the ball over, do you have a chance to win? Absolutely. If okay. you if you can be in the positive in the point margin or turnover margin, you're always going to have a chance. And so Shady Side had zero turnovers. Now, what if I told you they had 22 penalties in the game? I would say that's not the Shady Side I'm used to. Yeah, but still be able to come out victorious that's by huge. a couple touchdowns. So that, it just shows you the importance of turnovers in the game. Yep. Maybe even over the penalties. You know, 22 penalties, that's a lot of penalties. That's a lot of penalties. Yeah. That's, oh, my goodness. That that's is. a lot. That's um, a lot. You know, Shadyside's defense. You know, Shadyside, tough, gritty kids. And they're always going to play well. They're always going to play hard. Their defense pitches a shutout in the second half. So you come out, give up 26 points in that first half. You're going to say they've got to score at least a touchdown, right? But no, Shady Side's defense comes out, makes maybe a couple adjustments there, shut out in the second half. I mean, listen, the main reason I picked them, I mean, I picked definitely picked with my heart because of a good friend of mine that lives in Shady Side. But you can never rule Shady Side out. They're one of those programs that just has always been consistent. You can never rule them out, even when they look like they're down and out. They always have that little bit of fight in them. You know, you can't cage the tiger for long in Shady Side. Definitely. Um, but not to be outdone by their by the by the defense, the offense. Had 387 total yards. So you have a pitch, defense pitches a shutout in the, in, the, in the second half. Offense, 387 yards for the game. So the offense started rolling. Well, and especially bit. when you have those turnovers, sometimes you get a shorter field, which will let you get that offense rolling, let yeah. you build that momentum up. And as long as you're positive in the turnover margin, which obviously if they're scoring uh, touchdowns yeah. there, they're going to they're gonna be positive in the turnover margin, which is going to allow them to start to build that lead a little bit. I tell you what, how about this for a game changer of the week, Zach? Ben Walk, Shady Sides quarterback. 274 passing yards, four touchdowns, two touchdowns on the ground. What kind of performance? That's that's pretty good. Whenever you see a player that has six total touchdowns in a game, that's pretty stinking good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely mean a dual threat over there in Shady Side. Oh, definitely. Now, ironically enough, with the loss, now listen, I said loss, Zach. Bridgeport clinches a playoff spot. That's certainly something. That is yeah. certainly something. <laughs> yeah. So you have Shady Side. You know they improved to two and seven. You know, so you get another win on the board. Uh, but I believe somebody may have put them in their playoff rankings this week. We'll see what happens. I guess. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Bridgeport falls to four and five, but like I said before, it clinches that playoff spot. So you know you lose and clinch a playoff spot. But bad, you lost. But hey, you clinch a playoff. And spot. We all know huh? once you're in the dance, anything can happen. Yeah. Next, uh, how about this, Zach? Lindsley, you beat Fort Fry, then you beat Steubenville, now you got the Crimson Tornado, you got Dover, what is it with you and your cadets? Listen, I had a friend text me, he goes, what are you doing on this podcast just hyping up Lindsley so much? He's like, you barely talk about how you went there. Here's the thing, it's hard to argue with the success that Lindsley's having this season. I mean, even my friend that texted me that. 
I know you need your cheaters to read when you're in your recliner at night, but come on. Even you got to see what's trending with this Lindsley team. I mean, just just fantastic. Just fantastic. Now, granted, not to say Lindsley played a mistake-free game, though, right? Yeah. No, definitely. What if I told you this, Zach? They didn't touch the ball in the third quarter. Lindsley didn't touch the football in the third quarter. The whole third quarter didn't the touch The entire it. third quarter. The entire third quarter, they didn't touch the football. Back when I went to Lindsley, that happened quite a bit with the offense, but it usually wasn't a good thing. <laughs> How about, I'll throw this on top of you. What if I told you they threw five interceptions? I mean, we just talked about the importance of the turnover, or the turnover, winning the turnover battle in our last game segment. Five picks. Wow. Just stunning. Like, I, I'm at a loss for words here. And that doesn't happen often. No. Now, let's talk about Luca DiLorenzo. We talked about him before. Okay. So, he blocks a, a, a PAT. Okay. So, the game is now 20 to 13. So, blocks the PAT. Dover's up 20 to 13. Okay. Lindsley drives down the field. Okay. Score a touchdown. It's 20 to 19. Kick the extra point, go to overtime. Or who do you go to, Zach? You have to. You just have to. Okay. You have to. You have to. We'll we'll say it, but I think everybody already knows. You go to Luca DiLorenzo. Absolutely. Scores the two-point conversion. Lindsay wins 21-20. I mean, honestly, you can't say it for a nicer kid. I mean, he's a a great kid. He's a great athlete. I mean, obviously, we've said his name a whole bunch this season. I think he may have blocked another PAT earlier this season, if I remember correctly. He blocked PATs, blocked field goals. He's He's all around the field. Catching touchdowns. I... I think he was doing. He was water boy at one point. I, mean, listen, I think he was working the concession. I mean, stand. listen, right now he might as well be working for Lindsley's grounds crew in their maintenance department because he's fixing all sorts of problems on that campus. Oh, definitely. Uh, <laughs> with with the win, Lindsley goes to six and one. Dover falls to five and four, but still in the playoff hunt and still a very good football team. You know, Dover's got a couple losses. Play a tough schedule. That's going to help you in the playoffs. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Next, the Saturday matchup. Saturday afternoon in Belair. I've talked about it before. You get a Saturday afternoon game in Belair, but then on top of that, it's Belair and Union Local. Are you sure this wasn't a spring game with some uh, baseball going on? Hey, I, I'm not sure, Zach. With an eight-seven final, it sounded like maybe it was a little bit of a baseball game going on. <laughs> Belair gets gets the win. Okay, defensive battle, obviously. When you, you, know, when you see single digits on both sides, yes. obviously that was a battle. A name. That we mentioned a couple times for Union Local, Jackson Price. You know, didn't come up in my notes this week. Blair found a way to hem him in. You know, he didn't he didn't get in the end zone. So uh, anytime you you hold their top player out of the end zone, a guy that's rushing for you know over 100 yards a game, scoring touchdowns, game plan for him, you're probably going to have a chance to win a game. Well, I mean, and that speaks really strongly to the defensive effort that Blair put in, how they adjusted their <laughs> scheme and how they got ready for that sort of game. I mean, we we've talked about the running game for Union Local all season. If you can negate a player like that, it's going to give you a chance to play any game. So Union Local, of course, decided to go the air, you know, to try to, try to get some points on the board, and they did. They were able to – Carter Blake hit Dre Saunders uh, for the only touchdown in the first half. They made it 7 nothing. going into the half. You know, feeling pretty good about yourself. You're holding Belair down. You know, your run game's not quite there, but you're like, hey, we may be able to throw it a little bit. Here comes Belair. Okay. Now, they got a quarterback, Jake Hetherington. I don't know if you ever heard Jake Hetherington. If you haven't out there, watch him play. Um, I saw. I, I went and watched the scrimmage against John Marshall. And do you know what I said? Boy, the ball comes out of his hands so nice. Like, just just the way the ball comes out of that kid's hand, he, he's pretty good. Um, drives him down the field. Okay, so now you're, you're late in the fourth quarter. Here comes Hetherington in the offense. He led the, the game-winning drive. Braden Roth scored a rushing touchdown with less than 30 seconds to go in the game. Ooh. It's 7-6. Nail-biter. You're at home. You kick the extra point, you go for two. I mean, you and I are both of the same aggressive mindset. Yeah. I know what we're doing. I do. And luckily, for Blair fans, they also went aggressive. They did. And so, of course, they go to their quarterback. They go to Hetherington. He hits Taryn Frazier for the two. Blair 8-7. Union Local had a couple passes there at the end. They couldn't move the Hopefully ball. Hopefully they didn't go like Tennessee ripping down the goalposts or anything like that. But that's no, a big win for Blair. It is. I think the goalposts are still intact over there, Blair. I haven't checked it out, but if they if they aren't, somebody get us a picture on ovathletics.com <laughs> and we'll, we'll post it for you. Uh, Blair moves to 5-4. and four. Okay, so right in that playoff hunt. Union Local drops to 5-4, and four, but listen to this, Zach. They've lost three straight, total of 10 points. 
So they lost three straight oh, games. Oh, my goodness. Total of 10 points. Yeah. That's a tough sled. It is. That's a tough sled. I feel for any uh, Union local fans who are also Browns fans like myself because that kind of sounds like the Browns offense of losing games by tight margins. Now, what if I told you this, Zach? Remember what we talked about earlier, the milk game? Oh, yeah. Union local's got to go to Barnesville. Undefeated Barnesville. Yeah, so, you know, you got a tough road. So you, so Union local looking to sort of straighten back out. Yeah. Maybe not lose a Right the jet, there. if you will. Right, right the Right the jet, right the jet. Yeah, they got to get back on the jet stream. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, hopefully, there's not too much shamrock and turbulence going on with them. There. I, I'm, I'm telling you what, Barnesville's going to be rocking and rolling. Stadium's going to be packed. Overflows in the end zone. I don't know if you've ever seen that over in Barnesville. They stand right in the end zone, Zach. I love it. It, it, it I love looks it. great. I love it's a great it. look. Yeah, uh, but that's going to be a tough one. That's going to be a great game this week. Uh, HighValleyAthletics.com streamcast. We welcome Tom with us. Tom, you're on to talk about a, I guess, new. Local sponsor, but continuing new, new old sponsor. However, yeah, we want to I don't talk know how we're going to talk about it yet, um, but go ahead, Tom. Th- th- this is a High Valley Nutrition, and they have been a longtime sponsor partner with uh, High Valley Athletics, and he partnered with Brian Gossett, long, the gentleman that we bought that website off of long ago, and we we left him up in good faith for a considerable amount of time because we wanted to sit down and talk with Jeff over there uh, before we did anything, and Jeff wanted to talk to us as well before he decided to come on board and really you know get into the mix of it and i went over there and i met with him the other day and great guy uh he's a local guy he grew up in caddis played football for harrison uh we talked about the barnesville game that we went to last week and and he told us how incredible of an atmosphere it is over there and how he enjoyed playing there before and so he's a, a, a high valley guy uh he wanted to hear our mission statement. He wanted to hear what we wanted to do with Ohio Valley okay. Athletics. And as soon as we told him that we wanted to promote all the high school kids in the Valley, bring some notoriety, some of the people that's out of high school already that might be participating in some college sports, some professional sports, and just doing good things with yeah. their life. But more specifically is promote the kids and stuff like that. He was on board at that point. He was like, your mission statement lines up with my mission statement. And he said, that's what I want to do. He said, I want to take care of the Valley. And we had other opportunities yeah. uh, besides Ohio Valley Nutrition. And we looked at that, but we didn't want to go outside of the Valley. The same way when you spend money with Ohio Valley Athletics or you partner with us, when you buy stuff at Ohio Valley Nutrition, that money stays in the Valley. It's not leaving the Valley. You can go buy supplements other places. You can order yeah. them online. Um, but that money leaves the Ohio Valley when you do that. Okay. Yeah. If you want people to sponsor your local sports teams and take care of your kids and put more money back into the community, you have to spend your money here in the community. And that's what that's why we decided in the end to go with a high valley nutrition. Not to mention he has, has great quality products over there. I, I personally get stuff over there. I'm big into health and nutrition. I'll yes, talk about it here in definitely. a second. I'm a phys ed and health teacher. Um, I work out religiously. I'm Jack, uh, Jeff, Jeff's trainer. Yeah. Uh, it's a for t- free. Hey, for it's, free. It's a tough job and he's not getting paid. <laughs> but anyway, and Jeff's doing a great job, like we said in uh, earlier streamcast. But the quality of the products over there are very, they're second to none. They're very, very good. I talked with Jeff and then Josh, one of the uh, gentlemen that works over there. They're very knowledgeable. You can go in with specific questions that you might not know, and they'll help you out, and they'll steer you in the right direction. You're not getting that service if you're buying something online or you're going to a big chain store that somebody's just stocking the shelves with the products. You can't ask them questions and what this is going to do for you. And we're going to have commercials with this where we're going to highlight specific products. And, Tom, I think you said it best is staying in the high valley. I think that was one of the things we really wanted to do is you know when we met with Brian and talked with Brian that you know we're part of the high valley you know and Zach brought it on he said you're part of a team and I think that's true in the high valley and that's why we want local uh, partners with us yeah. is we want to be part of the high valley we want the high valley to be part of us and this is a perfect niche for us because we're into athletics. That's what we, that's our bread and butter. It's what we talked about all the time. And that's his type of clientele. And even if you're not the sports fanatic, okay, if you just want to be healthy, this is the place for you. Because, again, quick health lesson, okay, just for people out there. If you want to live a long, healthy life, there's five things that you need to do. You need to eat right. You need to exercise. You need to get enough sleep. Uh, not get too stressed out and make good decisions. The, out of those five, the number one thing you can do is eat right. 
And even if you eat right, you're not getting everything that you need. Yeah. You need to take a multivitamin, okay? If you take a multivitamin, especially if you do work out, okay, now you're getting all the gains that you need from the food that you're eating. Your absorption rate goes through the roof. So a lot of the proteins that you eat, your body's not absorbing that, okay? Same way with the carbohydrates and the fats and everything else. You don't absorb all that stuff. So if you take a multivitamin, that helps you with all that stuff. Oh. So there's tons of good thing over there. If you're getting a little bit older, if you're a guy, your testosterone drops, um, you can go over there and they have test boost kits over there. As yeah. far as whey proteins, they have stuff for fat reduction over there. There's a lot of good things that they have over there. And what you do when you're younger will drastically impact your health when you're older. You build bone density until your late 30s, I think it is. So if you don't want to fall down and break a hip when you're older, you need to make those bones as dense as possible. And you do that by weight training, exercise, and eating right. And again, I don't care how good you are. I, I eat right religiously, and you know that. Yes. I'm very cautious, and I'm temperamental about my diet, and I'm to the point where it's almost psychotic. And uh, Sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, when, not when we go to Notre Dame and get yeah. gelato, but that's another story. Um, but you, no matter how good you eat, you do not get everything you need every day. You need to get like 10 cups of vegetables a day. I, I don't do that. No. Okay, and I, I eat, eat very. I, I think I eat three cups of vegetables yeah. a day, and I think I'm doing good. Yep, and and certain vitamins and certain minerals, like vitamins specifically B and C, they're water soluble vitamins. You need those every day. Your body will take what it needs and then flush the rest out. How, are you eating an orange every day? Are you eating a lemon every day? Are you getting every all the vitamin C that you need every day? Probably not. So that's why I recommend multivitamins yeah. and and talk to those people. Talk to the Jeff or Josh or any of the people that work at High Valley Nutrition. They're at uh, uh, St. Clairsville. Yeah, St. Clairsville, uh, six seven seven six five Mallring Road. Basically, they're by the Sport Clips over there. Yeah, uh, right across from the, like the Long Johns and over there by the Panera and stuff like that over at uh, St. Clairsville. And they're open a second store. They're at, up in Steubenville. It's at forty two thirteen Mall Drive next to Planet Fitness up in Steubenville. Uh, they're sporadic opening as they get it ready right now, uh, but they're going to go full go November first. Go in there. Tell them that you heard about it. Uh, on Ohio Valley Athletics Streamcast and, and tell them that you'd just like to talk to them and see what they can do for you. And You're going to get great advice. And their St. Clairville store is open seven days a week. Yep, so seven you, days so you can go week. there you know, any day of the yep. week. You Sorry know, for jacking around. up my address, but... Uh, you know. That's all right. You explain where it was. That helps out. That helps yeah. me out. You can tell me an address. I'm yeah. not going to get there. I can tell you that. Tell me it's by Long John's. I'm going to make it. <laughs> there you go. Just don't stop in Long John's. No, I just know where they're at. That's all. Hi, Tom with uh, High Valley Athletics. I want to talk to you about uh, High Valley Nutrition just for a second. They have locations in St. Clairsville and uh, Steubenville. I'm going to talk to you about a product that I take personally. It's Sport Formula 99. It's their multivitamin. It's keto and vegan friendly. It has the BACCs in it in addition to the, in addition to the vitamins and minerals you need every day. It has essential amino acids, electrolytes, and natural B energy complex. It will give you all the energy you need. Very healthy stuff. Pick this up at Ohio Valley Nutrition in St. Clairsville or Steubenville. OhioValleyAthletics.com streamcast. We're going to do the pick'ems now. Uh, I went for uh, last, <laughs> last week. Uh, Zach, what was your record? I'm not sure. You didn't mention it to me. Uh, definitely not 9-1, and one, but I mean, you know, going to get real excited about that. Yeah, good stuff. 9-1. Oh, and one. I have a little saying about that, but I don't think I'm going to say it on air. That'd probably be good. Coach Sokovic? Just uh, seven and three. Yeah. Seven and we'll, we'll kind of skip over mine. Uh, <laughs> so we'll do this week's. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We're not skipping. We're not skipping Jeff. Jeff came in at a respectable six and four. Hey, so over 500. Awesome. Hey, I'd be hosting two playoff games in Ohio. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Oh, fantastic. Uh, what do we what do we got this week, Zach? I I, I didn't even look at what, what John Marshall put I, out there I for the pickums. Shout out to our winner from last week. Okay, hey. The, Bulldogs 01. Bulldogs 01. Bulldogs 01. Perfect 10 and 0. 10 and 0. Nice you go undefeated. Nice that's pretty good. Great job. Yeah, yes. Get hey, if you know Bulldogs 01 or if you're listening yeah. Bulldogs 01, get a hold of us. We got a t-shirt for you. Yeah, we like sent you send a message, uh, you know, just got a reply. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so it brings us to our first pick of the week. We have Wheeling Central traveling to Beaver Local. Hey, I you know, I'll go first, I guess since I, I'm the good luck charm at 6 and 4. Um, <laughs> so I'll go with the Wheeling Central Maroon Knights over Beaver Local. Uh, you know, Central's 
couple great running backs. They run that spin series to perfection. Defense is fast, physical, gets to the ball. I'm going with the Maroon Knights. They're playing great ball right now, and they have been for some time. And I'm, I'll stick with Wheeling Central as well. I, I don't know a ton about Buckeye Lo- or Beaver, Beaver Local, excuse me, but at the same time, I know Central's playing very well. It hurts every fiber of my being. Like I can hear my father-in-law disowning me when I make this pick. But I'm picking Wheeling Central to beat Beaver Local this week. Picking with his head instead of his heart. He might be in trouble. I picked with my heart last week. <laughs> he might be in off, trouble. But, yeah. Uh, th- this one I'm thinking with my brain for sure. Yeah. So our next game is Union Local at Barnesville. Man, the milk game. And I knew it was coming to this. You know, Union Local, like I said, losers of three straight but ten total points. Barnesville's really rolling. They're undefeated, but that pressure's on a little bit. 9-0, and trying to get that perfect season. But just those students and the people standing in the end zone, i got to go with the Shamrocks. I'm going with Barnesville. And I'm telling you, and Ohio Valley Athletics doesn't really know which game we're attending Friday night yet, but that one is very high up on the list. We were very impressed with that community last week and that surrounding. We might be back out there for that Going to have to get there a little early to get a parking place there, You Tom. do have to get a little early, go a little early to get the parking place. And I tell you what, pack the house. If you're listening and you just want to go to a great high school football game, go to Barnesville this Friday night. Even if your team's playing and maybe they have an off game a little yeah. bit and not playing somebody super competitive or whatever, go catch the milk game. Go, yeah. go catch the milk game. I'm telling you, you're going to have a great time over, to, over there. The people are amazing. As you're walking to the stadium, there's people with their garage doors open, tailgating and talking to each other. Yeah. I mean, watch an entire community to come together like that. And, again, read the article on OVAthletics.com. The screams of High Valley. It, it, I'm telling you, that is, that's an amazing place. But uh, talking about the football game itself, Union Local's been in a couple close games, but I'm telling you, and even Barnesville last week, they turned the ball over a little yeah. bit. But down the stretch, smart play calls, disciplined kids, they iced it late in the game. And, and I like what they did. I, I think they have a lot of good things going on. I think they're going to use their head more than even their brawn this week, and I think they're going to edge out Union Local. I'm also going Barnesville here. Yeah, I'm going going Barnesville. Uh, I think Union Local, sorry guys, I think you're going to win another, or lose another close one. That's how I feel yeah. about it. I think oh. Barnesville's going to win another one, but I think it's going to be close again. Yeah. Not that I want to give more heartbreak to Union Local because I've been there, but it's what, I, what I'm feeling on this one. Yeah. So our next one comes to Williamstown at Fort Fry. Williamstown and Fort Fry. You got a single way power in West Virginia in Williamstown. Then you got Fort Fry, who I got to see play. And I just, I got to go with Fort Fry. I got to go with another cadets here. I got to go Fort Fry. Fort Fry is just impressive. I mean, we watched them at Belair that time, and they, they're just, it, they're a machine right now. I, I think they're, they, they run that spin very well. It's just fluid. I, I don't see anybody, especially at single A, West Virginia, yeah. not hanging with them. I think it's going to be a back and forth game, but I think I'm going to agree with you guys. I think I'm going to go with Fort Fry there. I think you might see a couple swings in the. Oh, maybe, yeah. I think it'll be an offensive game. I think you're going to see a lot of swings on that one. Should be exciting um, to watch. Should be really exciting to watch. Yeah. Um, then we come to Caldwell at Shenandoah. Well, we got Caldwell and Shenandoah. Yeah. Um, got to see Shenandoah play last week at Barnesville. They played a pretty good game. Uh, I think they they like to throw the ball a little bit. They spread it out. Um, they like to get the quarterback, let him let him fling it around a little bit. Um, I've got to go with the Zeps on this one. I'm going with Shenandoah. I don't want to copy all your picks, but I like that pick. We were we were out there last week, as we keep saying. Uh, Shenandoah played very physical. Yeah. I mean, a couple of uh, Barnesville's players got really shook up during the game, like key players, and they yeah. had to go out for a while. And uh, I'm telling you, if the fans show up like they showed up uh, for that Barnesville game, I'm telling you, it's going to be a, uh, an exciting crowd. The kids are going to play hard. I think the Zeps. I think the Zeps will get it done. Guys, I need to make a crazy pick here soon because I'm Shocking. agreeing. I'm a, no, I'm agreeing oh, with okay. you guys again. That's the crazy part. Jeez. I'm agreeing with you guys again. I'm going Shenandoah um, as well. I mean, I think we've all been pretty unified on this week's picks. Yeah, so far. so far. Which either bodes really well for us or bodes really poorly for us. Yes. Um, our next pick, uh, we have St. Clairsville at Cambridge. St. Clairsville at Cambridge. So you have the Red Devils and the Bobcats. St. Clairsville traveling a little west there, going out to Cambridge. Uh, you know, got to see St. Clairsville a couple times this year. Uh, I want to go with the Red Devils. And I, I think this one comes down to, you know, when you win games, sometimes you just find ways to win. 
And I think that's what St. Clair's was going to do this week. I, they won't know how they did it. They might not be able to explain it to you. Yeah. But they're just going to find a way to win because that's what winning teams do. I think their running game is going to carry them through. They, they have that nice ground game. And I, th- I think that's going to get the job done. I, I think they're going to control the clock a little bit. And I think they'll, they'll – close one. But I, th- I think they'll get it done as well. St. Clair's. Yeah. Guys. Guys, we're in unison again. Oh, this is making me so Uh-oh. nervous. Yeah. This is Uh-oh. making me so nervous. I've got St. C winning as well. I've got them winning by two touchdowns. I'm, I'm feeling confident in St. C. Okay. Uh, then we come to Payton City at Bridgeport. Mm. The Wildcats and the Bulldogs. You know, Bridgeport lost that game last week to Shady Side in the upset. Didn't see it coming. I didn't Zach, see it coming. Zach, Zach, Zach in the city Zach, of Shady yeah, Side. Everybody the Tiger yep. Pub. Yep. Yeah, everybody at the Tiger <laughs> Pub, dude. Yep. We'll be uh, over for wings soon. Yeah. Uh, man, su- such a tough game to call. Um, but I think I'm going to have to go with Fred Ray in the, in the Bulldogs in this one. I'm going with Bridgeport. I, I have to go with Bridgeport as well. I, I know that – I think after that upset, I think it's going to be a long week of practice. And I think they're going to be a little bit more focused this week than yeah. they were last weekend. This is the yeah. get right game. This is the get right game for Bridgeport. Yeah. I've got I've got I've got the Bulldogs, Tree and the Wildcats. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> had to come up with some sort of lane uh, yeah. at some point. It had to happen. Um, our next one we have Weir at East Liverpool. Weir at East Liverpool. All right. So I, I did see the Red Riders play on TV. You know, they they, they didn't Watch look they didn't look they didn't look too too bad. Uh, you know, the Potters over there in East Liverpool, you know, still building that program a little bit. Um, I've got to go with the Weir Red Riders in this one. I, I do as well. I know a couple coaches up there. They're, they're fantastic coaches. I know, I know what they're teaching the kids. And I have faith in the coaching staff and some of the players on that team. I think they'll get it done as well. It's been too long for me to not be a stick in the mud. I'm going East Liverpool. The Potters. Time, time to be a stick in the mud here a little bit. I don't know why. It's one of those I just looked at it, went back and forth about seven or eight times. Going with my gut. It paid off last week. We'll see if it does two weeks. You have a little cushion to take chances. We gotta be a little safe. Uh, we, we gotta play catch up. Absolutely. Uh, so then that brings us to Bel Air at Martin's Ferry. Oh wow. Longest running rivalry game, I think, in the country. Or one of the longest rivalry really? games in the country. We'll e- have e- to check fact, e- fact check now, that. I, I do know. I do know. Athletic fans. E- ESPN did a special on this game on the Belair Martin's Ferry oh. game. If you've never seen it, check it out. They did a special on this one, just of the rivalry between the two schools. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Um, Let's look for it and put it in our message boards. So check yeah. the message boards. We might ha- get that link ready for you. Yeah. Um, saying that, I know Coach Kropka ha- has the Purple Riders. He has them playing well. I think. Above what was expected, absolutely. You know, again, I tell that story going door to door, getting kids to come out for football. Then they're winning games, but and they hung I, with Central for a little while. Yeah, they hung with Central for a little while. I, but man, this is a tough one. It's tough. Uh, it's tough. I'm going with the Belair Big Reds in this one. You know, they they had a big win last week. I think they're they're going to continue that this week. Uh, Coach Kropka, your time's coming. I know that that middle school program's rolling. You got some youth there. You're going to get it back on the right track, but this week I, I got to go with Belair. Belair had a couple players out last week because of family issues, and our hearts go out to those young men. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if they're going to be back for this game or not. Even if they're not back, I think Belair, watching them play against Fort Fry and St. Clairsville like we did this year, I, I think they have a nice balanced team. And again, we talk about the ball coming out of that quarterback's hand for Belair. Yeah, Jake Hetherington. It looks really good. Pretty well. love Cro- uh, Coach Kropka. But, again, I think Bel Air, they're going to get it done. I mean, we talk about it in the game segment. If Bel Air can shut down the talented running back that they did last week. Yeah. Again, no disrespect to Coach Kropka, but if they can shut down the running game they did last week, I think they can game plan to shut down Martin Sperry. I've got Bel Air beating the Purple Riders. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then we come to uh, another good one uh, in single A in West Virginia. we got Madonna tra- or traveling to Connaughton Valley. Weirton going to Connaughton Valley. Mm. I'm going with Weirton and Weirton Madonna in this one. Got to go with the Dons. Uh, just to be different, I'm going Connaughton Valley. There you go. I have to mix it up. At some point, I'm going to go Connaughton Valley. Uh, maybe they'll have bus lag like bus <laughs> lag. <laughs> Zach said earlier. Jet lag, slide Jet bus, lag, yeah. bus lag. Uh, I'm, hey, whenever it's a close, whenever it's a close game, home team. I think. I, 
the home team can be a thing. Whenever it's a close game, close game Madonna's in. Oh. I always uh, I always lean Madonna. Whenever, okay. whenever it's yeah. whenever it's both there, I mean Madonna. Their record is isn't reflective of what I think their talent is this season. Okay. So I'm going I'm going with Madonna there. Um, way back in the day, good friends with Coach Kramer. I always lean little spe- little Madonna. special place in your heart for for them. Yeah, little place in our heart, even though we have a losing record against them when we play them. Um, so I, don't, I don't know if the mic. Caught yeah, it may not have got that. May yeah. not have got that losing record. We'll have to fix the mic. Yeah, yeah. something. Okay. Uh, in our last game, we have uh, Marietta at Warren. Marietta at Warren. Um, tough one to pick again. You know, I you know I've, I've been to both places. Uh, Marietta. You know, I think it's a nice little town. When you think about how Valley communities. Like going to Marietta, mm, great um, yeah, great town. I've been out to Warren too. John Marshall played out there, and I went out there with a good friend of mine, Gator, was the assistant athletic director. John Marshall asked me if I'd ride out to Warren with him. I said, never been there. I'll ride out. Beautiful little school, you know. Sits out, you know, a lot of farmland out there. Sits out like away from everything. Really nice campus community. Um, I'll go with Warren in this one. Warren's getting better. I mean, uh, they struggled for a little while a few years ago, and they've been making a lot of strides. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a toss-up for me. I, I wish I knew a little bit more about each team. And yeah. I'm going to be different again. I'm, I'm just going to go Marietta. Okay, go with the Tigers. It's one of those things. I knew absolutely nothing about either of these teams going into it. Kind of in the same situation yeah. you were, Tom. Uh, last week I researched one of the ones I didn't know anything about. Uh, didn't have time for that this week. So gut pick, Marietta. Okay, probably a good choice going against my picks after that. My last week's <laughs> six on the record. And then our tiebreaker pick is the uh, score of the Wheeling Central uh, Beaver Local game. Wheeling Central Beaver Beaver Local score. I'm going to say Wheeling Central 34, Beaver Local 14. Oh, I had 35 14 down. It's going to be so, close. I have yeah. 35, but I have Beaver Local laying a goose egg. Ooh. 35-0. That central defense think, coming to play, huh? I, I just I don't I don't know what it is about this team. I just feel like Central is going to try to get rolling before the playoffs come and I don't usually I think they're, do. I think they're going to put their foot on the gas and I don't think they're going to let I'll up. Tell you coach Young. Yeah. Fantastic coach. Yeah. Just fantastic coach. Yeah. Well, so I think that concludes our pick em segment. Um, yeah. Happy to be on the sidelines here. Happy to give you guys a chance to beat the owners of OV Athletics at uh, picking. Let me just. I, I wasn't aware. Good. I wasn't aware of the rules last week. I thought we were. It just said pick em. I was picking the losing teams last week. So just. That's I think that's why we record reflected. Four and six. Yeah. Then. That's even worse. No, it is. <laughs> either, way, either way, it's not good, is it, Zach? No, it's not great. Not great. Hi, Tom back at you from Ohio Valley Athletics talking again about Ohio Valley Nutrition and the multivitamin of choice that I take from over there. Uh, Sport Formula 99 multivitamin. Lots of good things in it. But in addition to that, it is pro-athlete endorsed, taken by gold medal athletes, uh, has family-safe promise. Uh, The owner and the founder of the company will not sell anything that he would not give his pregnant wife and kids. It's also made in the USA, and it's WADA compliant, which is the World Anti-Doping Administration. That way you don't have any banned substances to about take it tastes great easy packets to get around thanks ovathletics.com streamcast coming back to you uh we're going to do the ranking segment now zach um you know we got some ohio teams one week left in the regular season you know so one last chance increase you know your ranking or even just get into the playoffs you know because that's what you're looking to do just get in right i mean trying to get into the ohio or in ohio i mean we talked about it a little bit last week wider field this year yeah 16 so, teams so there's a lot more chance to get in there that will extra win could be the difference from hosting a playoff game or going on a trap or going on a trip it could be the difference from watching the playoffs versus being in the playoffs it's yeah a huge push here especially the last week of the season yeah let's take a look we're going to look, take a look at division four uh where you know the ohio valley's home to steubenville the number one ranked team division four uh region 15 they're eight and one, uh, you know. So they're pretty solid there, uh, you know, with the, with the ranking uh, as we can see the numbers. They're almost a twenty five, uh, you know. And the number two team, St. Clairsville, at twenty two and a half. So they got quite a bit of lead there, uh, you know. I'm a little bit familiar with the ranking system, so they got a little bit of a lead there. Not that you want to let down before the playoffs come, right. come but um, you know, a win solidifies that number one ranking. Definitely for 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 Steubenville. I mean, for Steubenville or St. Clairsville, both of them are sort of jockeyed in the right position. You know, they're yeah. in, they're in the driver's seat. They're going to host a playoff game. Both of those places will sell it out. Yeah. But 
we both know in the last week of the regular season, you definitely don't want to drop a game. You don't yeah, want to no. have this be the one where you're reeling and making corrections going into the playoffs. You want to keep doing what you were doing strong and get ahead of steam rolling. Definitely. And like I just mentioned, St. Clairsville is number two in Division Four, Region 15. Uh, they come in with a pretty strong ranking. They sit at 7-2. and two. Uh, And like we mentioned earlier, you know they're going to play Cambridge this week. Cambridge. Yeah, I mean, that'll be a tough game. I mean, those are both teams that are jockeyed a little bit well, and they're teams that could end up meeting each other again in the playoffs if, if everything sort of strikes out the way that it looks currently. With yeah. Cambridge sitting there at ranked 10, I believe. Yeah, they're ranked 10th. Uh, they also come in with a 7-2 and two record. So that just tells you how close teams are in, in those rankings. St. Clairsville's 2, Cambridge is 10, both 7-2. and two. Kind of tells you a little bit about their schedule. Uh, you know, it, hey, you're 7-2, and two, 10th. You're, you're probably sitting pretty good. You don't want to lose a game, though. You, you want to get that, that win. And if you're sitting at 10, hey, you know, get a couple more points. Maybe rank up there, get in that top four. And maybe see yourself hosting a game. Get a chance, get a, get a chance to get hosting, get hosting there. Yeah, yeah. Next, we'll move on to Division 5. Here's Barnesville, the Shamrocks, the undefeated Barnesville Shamrocks. The, hey, the place Tom and I were last week to go watch a heck of a high school football game. They're number three, Division 5. Region 19, you know, they got one this week. They got the milk game against Union Local. Try to stay undefeated. So now you got the pressure of staying undefeated. You got the pressure of your number three. You know, you want to stay in that top four, host the first two rounds. So a little bit of pressure on the Shamrocks this week. I mean, it's going to be some pressure, but I mean, I think they've shown all season that they can handle up to pressure. I mean, they've had some pretty tough games on the docket this yeah. year. Um, I look for them to continue their season rolling. I mean, it would be great for them to get a 10-0 season. One of the best seasons I can remember out in Barnesville in a long, long time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and like I just mentioned, Union Local, they come in at number seven. So there they are sitting at seven. Now they're five and three. Does that tell you anything about their schedule? You're seventh and you're five and three. I mean, it's got to tell you you've been playing some tough games. And as we talked about a little bit earlier, I mean, they've played so many tight games. Yeah. And I mean, seven would put you in a position to host at least one playoff game if you're sitting yeah. around that position, right? And I'm not sure with that record, Zach. They have a five and three. I have them at five and four. They had a full slate of games. Um, you know, and with one left, it should should be ten. So I'm not wondering what happened to that that last loss. Not not that it would uh, change the rankings uh, too much, um, but we'll have to look into that. Um, and these, you know, rate right from the OHSAA. Published so, today? Yeah, published today. So not sure what happened with that last game, but come in at number seven, uh, and they're traveling to Barnesville this week. It'll be a great game. Definitely. They're trying to jockey to get you guys to come out there two weeks in a row. I think that's what's happening, right? Uh, definitely. <laughs> uh, hey, moving on to Division Six, Region 23. We got, a, you know, a handful, almost a handful of teams here. Uh, we got the number one ranked team, Fort Fry. You know, Really strong ranking, really strong. They're they're and if you're not sure of the rankings in Ohio, a twenty, you know, Steubenville sits at that twenty five. You know, that twenty would still hold up. Like it's not, it goes by class. So okay. I mean, that ranking would still. So a twenty is that that's a huge point total. When you figure just the number two team is at a fourteen. That that's a huge that's that a is, huge difference. That's big. That's big. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. big. That tells you the schedule that Fort Fry plays. Then they're eight and one. Close loss to Lindsley. Uh, so they're pretty solid there at eight and one, but definitely they want to get a win. Uh, last week of the season, go in at nine and one. They'll hold that number one, you know, and they'll be hosting those first two rounds. It'll be great. I mean, they've got a tough one this week. They I mean, do. They've got a tough one coming up this week. Um, I think I still think they're gonna still think they're gonna come out on top. Yeah. Um, sort of hit the hit the ground running again. Definitely. Um, definitely. I mean, yeah. And then, six point leads a lot. Yeah, six it's point a lot. leads. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. You know, as it's we're a sitting, lot. I didn't even see how big that lead was. That's as, big. As that's we're big. sitting here looking at the rankings, yeah. Zach's eyes are getting wide. He's like, six points. That's a big lead. It is a big lead. It's like, damn, I'm happy I picked them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, hey, go down to three. You have the Blair Big Reds, five and four. They rank three at five and four. What's that say about their schedule? It means they played a good one too. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, they, they played, played another, a tough one. They another, played... another tough schedule. I think, yeah. they, I think they've punched a little bit above their weight class this year. Yeah, when you yeah, see a 5-4 and four record and you see that that's your playoff points, I mean, that shows that as well. Yeah, and a tough tough game for them, too, this week. You know, they come out with a win. You know, you're definitely staying in that top four, and there you go. You could host two playoff games. No, as, as we talked about earlier, though, they're playing Martins Ferry, which is why I included Martins Ferry in my rankings here. I know you were taken aback when you saw an 18-ranked yeah. team listed on the playoff rank. Definitely. But I figured since they're playing one of those playoff teams, it was important to at least mention them and show them on that ranking as well. Yeah, hey, while we're talking about Martins Ferry, let's, we'll bump down the rankings. They are 18th, okay? They sit at 4-5. and five. Uh, You know, hey, they get a win against Belair, who's ranked 3. 
you only got to go up to 16 and you're going to make it into the playoffs. You can wiggle in. At at five and five, just imagine the job that Coach Kropka's done. One and nine. He has 14 players left or something. I I can't remember. You know, I have to get I have to get together with Coach Kropka. Just see, I saw him this spring and and I think he's he graduated 14 and only had you know a, a couple hands full left. Didn't have that many players knocking door to door, and then they're knocking on door of the playoffs. I mean. If you're knocking on doors, then you're knocking on doors of the playoffs. I mean, that's something to say for the state of the program there. I mean, and getting to five and five would be huge if uh-huh. they could pull that upset off. Real now, bad. as we said in the pickums, I'm not sure they're going to get there. I I picked Bel Air to win that one. Yeah. Um, but it would be great for Coach Cropper and uh-huh. Cropper to get that going. Uh, just amazing. And then we yeah. jump back up a little bit in the rankings. We just sort of segued there for a minute. We yeah. Had our nice little uh, yeah. caveat there. A, a, t- a team that that, uh, that Tom and I saw last week, Shenandoah, um, over there at Barnesville. They sit at five. Okay, they're six and three, one spot out of that four. One spot out of the four, get a victory, maybe move up. Now you could possibly host two two playoff games. That would be huge. That would be huge for Shenandoah. I mean yeah. it's great when you can host one. It's even better when you can host when you can two. Host two. Yeah, yep. Maybe maybe get some of those people traveling in there, maybe get a couple of battle tested teams that have fought yeah. their way around. Maybe uh, just depending on what happens with the bracket and the seating there, I mean you could have a team that you maybe had a couple upsets, went on a little bit of a miracle yeah. run, and then comes in, and then you get a chance to stay at home and do your stuff. Definitely, definitely. Uh, we move on to Division Seven. You know, we move down to some of the smaller local schools. Uh, sitting sitting there at number nine is Toronto. They're six and three. Okay, sitting at nine, so you're pretty solidly in. Uh, Trying to bump up maybe a little bit, maybe get a little better game in that first round. Otherwise, you're going to be traveling. I mean, it's you're yeah. going to have. You're, I mean, when you get into that nine to twelve ish range, you're going to have to be road warrior. Now, maybe somebody could help us out with this. Um, you know, as as you know, Ohio changes their playoffs a good bit. And I know I was corrected before, which I, I appreciate. The top four teams can get two. Uh, I want to see if the top eight actually host in the first round because Ohio used to do some playoff things where you didn't host at all. Interesting. Like, like you always went on the road. And I believe now you even have to play on turf. Uh, I I, I want to say that I remember hearing that you play on turf uh, in Ohio as well. Oh, that's that's like, interesting. Like, and I don't know if they changed that with the way they're having the first two teams have buys. But we're going to have to do a little more uh, deeper research on a, on, a small, on a small little sidebar here. As a coach, did you always prefer coaching on grass or on turf? Uh, I liked grass myself, Zach. See, I always, I always liked playing on grass. I think when I like coaching, I really liked the turf a little bit more because you get the speed going a little bit more. Yeah. Your players, it always seemed like they would go a little bit faster on turf, which, I mean, obviously it's a little bit easier to maintain, so the state of that field is going to be a little bit better yeah. off later in the season. So if they did make that rule yeah. restriction, I mean, it would make sense that later in the season after playing 10 games, the turf fields are typically going to be in better condition. Oh, so they'll, be in a lot better sense. Shape. they'll be in a lot better shape. But uh, I always liked grass better. Next, we move to Division Seven. Uh, or we stay with Division Seven, uh, Region Twenty Five. We have Connaughton Valley sitting there at eleven, so they're again right in there in the playoff top sixteen. Make it, so they're right there. They're pretty solid. Um, you know, get a victory this week. You know, maybe bump up a little bit uh, with a loss. You, you probably don't want to fall that far because then you're on the road against you know one of the top ranked teams in your division. And we all know once once you get into that fourteen to sixteen range, it's kind of hard to bounce back a little bit. I mean, because typically when you get to the smaller divisions, <laughs> you're going to have those upper teams or the very yeah. very solid teams, and you're it's literally David versus Goliath in some of those smaller yeah. uh, categories. So you would like to see them eke out that win, maybe slide up a little bit, and not have to go face a one through four seed. Yeah. I don't think Cotton Valley comes out great in those sorts of matchups, but if they get in that middle bit, yeah, where things can get a little sloppy, they have a chance to go on maybe get, a little bit of get a, a run, get a victory, maybe win a game or yep. two. Uh, you know, Zach, really looking forward, uh, you know, to, to, to this last week of the season, um, you know, seeing where these teams rank, see, seeing where they go. We're going to stay in Division 7, Region 27, uh, or we're going to go to Region 27. Number two, we have River, the Pilots, you know, anchoring, trying to anchor their position into the hey, playoffs. You could say they're rolling down the river. They are the rolling two, down yeah. the river. Uh, so... <laughs> You know, as you as you look at the number one te- ranked team in Newark Catholic, an eighteen Zach, you know eighteen plus. That's 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 pretty good. Yep. Uh, Rivers sitting there, at nice solid ranking. You know, a high high twelves, um, sitting there at eight and one, uh, pretty solid in that position. As we, as we look at the averages there for, for the teams, you know, River. Hey, you get in that top that top four, you're hosting two, so they're pretty solid right there. I think. Uh, hosting a playoff game. I mean, we talked about what a great facility they have and how great it would be for them to be able to host a couple games out there. Um, 
And then, I mean, you see behind them, I think that position is probably pretty firmly jockey because if we look at the three yeah. teams immediately after them, they're all within like .03 of each other. So yeah. it's like, it's a really tight race there. I mean, you know, I know you're a social studies teacher, but that's a really small fraction of points separating those three teams there. I, I can do fractions sometimes and decimals or whatever they call them, Zach. I'm not bad at those either. Uh, it, it, but, but I tell you what I am better at. I'm better at looking at these rankings and telling you that if the playoffs started right now, You'd have Shady Side at River. That would be fantastic. Look at those That'd two be communities. Fantastic. Oh. You know, close together. You know, a little bit of a rivalry there. Shady Side River, close hey, together. That might might be something that could get me to pick against Shady Side. Oh. That might be one that could get me to pick against Shady Side. Hey, I'll, I'll tell you this. Let's hope for a Shady Side win. They bump up a little bit, and we don't have to worry about that. You know, for for a couple weeks. But if that happens, that would be a great game to go watch too. Yeah, be great for those two yes. communities. Uh, and as I look on the rankings here, uh, we have Caldwell ranked uh, number five, uh, pretty solid here. At, uh, you know, at a at a nine. If you look at six, Zach, they're at a six. So Caldwell yep. is really strong in that fifth position, but. Boy, are they within striking range. I mean, those computers are going to be working overtime. You know, you, the, the mainframe might blow on that one, Zach. Mainframe might blow. Hopefully nobody uh, mistakes a date for a data point on that Excel spreadsheet because that will roll. <laughs> uh, definitely. Well, that, that's one to keep, keep an eye on. Caldwell uh, trying to bump right into that top four, host the first two rounds. You know, they, they sit at eight and one. Uh, let's see if I can get a victory this week and, uh, you know, maybe move into that top four. That would be great for Caldwell. Yeah, definitely. Uh, next... Those Bulldogs of Bridgeport. Remember, they Bulldogs. clinched. Yep, they, they, they clinched, clinched. They clinched the playoffs ball with a loss. They're four and five, but in the top eight. So maybe if they get a win this week, I don't know if they could bump. Uh, you know, looking at the rankings, I don't think they could bump in that four, but bump up to seven to six. Maybe get a little more favorable matchup there in that say, first they round. Could, they could definitely swing up a little bit. I don't see them jumping a whole whole lot. I mean, yeah. I think they've got. A, I mean, they've got a winnable game this week for them. Okay. Um, so it would be nice to see them get to that five and five point. Yeah. Um, maybe somebody in front of them drops one. I mean, I think it's going to be hard for them to wiggle up there. I think they're yeah. they're seated probably right about okay. where I think they're going to finish. Okay. Um, just based, I mean, I don't know anybody's schedule above them, but to me, looking at where their record is, it just seems like that's pretty kinda, solid. Kind of yeah, solid, solid where they're where they'll sit, but it'll be great to host a home playoff game for them in Bridgeport. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, as we look down a little bit, Frontier. You know, we see those Cougars sitting there. New Matt from New Matamoros. Have you ever been to New Matamoros? I have not. I have uh, not. I haven't spent great, a whole lot of time in Ohio. Great little well, place to go. go that to, part of Ohio. Go to New Matamoros. Just go south on Route Seven. You know, you'll run right into it. Great little place to go. Uh, I, I don't know if I want to plug a, a, a little business there. We stop at and get some cheese and stuff. If that kind of gives it away to anybody. Uh, but if you're from New Matamoros, I think you know what I'm talking about. Uh, you know, they sit at 13. They're three and six. You know, three and six football teams. Maybe you're thinking eh, they're definitely out of the playoffs, but hey, they're right there. They got a fighting chance. You know, all those teams are really close. I don't, as I look, I don't know if they're going to bump up to 12, but, you know, to stay in that 13, 14, 15, 16, yep. you get to be in the playoffs. Get to be there. Get to yeah. be there. And, it, and as I said, Shady Side Tigers are in Yeah, it. the Shady, Shady Side, Side Tigers. Tigers are sitting there at 15. There's they're, a chance they're, they're, for them to be in the they're, dance. They're two and seven. The it. Tiger Pub's going to be in an uproar. They up, get in the playoffs. Yep, absolutely. And, you know, they're going to be partying over there. And in I mean, here, I mean, here's the thing. I know Shady Side has taken their lumps. And I, I sat here and said, oh, I'm picking with my heart, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. They've taken their lumps. Definitely. They've they've really suffered. Or not as really suffered, but they've gone through some growing pains this yes. season. You know, transition into coaching staff, you know, players getting used to everything. With 16 teams getting in. It's a huge. It's a huge feel. Yes, with a huge win for them last week, maybe another win this week. You yeah. can see what can happen. I mean, if yeah. I mean, if you get into that, this is the right time to get hot. Yeah, it's not the time you want to drop a couple games. I mean, we look at that division. I mean, there's not anybody that's a huge runaway yeah. in that division. I mean, if you get in, you got a chance. If you can road warrior and go win a couple games, I mean, anything's possible. Yeah, yeah, it would be great for the town of Shady Side. Definitely, definitely. I believe Let, we're hopping across yeah. the river now. Let's go across the river. We're looking at West Virginia. Starting with Triple A football. Wheeling Park upsets Musselman, so we know they're not going to be number one anymore. Not number one anymore. You know, number no one. N- number one fa- fa- falls at you know down in the rankings. They slid all the way to seven. Can Here, you believe that? Well, you know, but you got to look at the teams above them. That's true. That's true. They're the class of Triple A. They are. Now, we have Parkersburg South to number one. A tie with Hurricane. Now, Zach, don't confuse that with Hurricane. 
It's Hurricane West Virginia. Hurricane Hurricane West Virginia is a great town. Yes. Um, I graduated from high school with a kid from Hurricane. One of the craziest dudes I've ever met, but he was a really, really good guy, and he'd do anything for you. Yeah, great people down there in Hurricane. But Parkersburg South, you know, that offense gets rolling. They start throwing that football around the field. They start scoring points like crazy. You know, deservingly that number one ranking with their schedule and the way they play football you know, they're, they're up there at number one right now, and that's where you want to be. I mean, seven, 72 playoff points is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's a lot to that, have. That, that is a lot. Yeah, that uh, is Parkersburg, a lot. Parkersburg South has a uh, big game coming up this week, I believe, right? Yeah, they do. Uh, so, hey, as, as, we, as we look down on the rankings, there's Wheeling Park. We said, hey, they're at 13. They're going to move up. Let's see where they're at. Well, they're at nine. Okay, so now you're at nine. You're five and two. Uh, but as we look, Zach, they're getting close, and with the schedule they have coming up, uh, you know I think they can they can win some games. Uh, they I know they have Brooke coming up, they have John Marshall and Parkersburg South, I believe. I mean, two number one battles, two number one battles for Wheeling Park this year, and I think they're up to the task. After seeing the way they played against Musselman, I think they can go toe to toe with almost anybody in the state this season. Uh, Could this be the year for Coach Doc to maybe hang another hat? Hey, you beat those three teams. Okay, you're going to rise up in the rankings. But I tell you what, those teams aren't going to lay down. You know, you have South, number one, and as we'll talk about later, John Marshall and Brooke, you know, just played last week. They're going to be battling to get in that playoffs. They're going to need wins too. So it's not like they're just going to lay down and say, hey, I mean, Park, I mean, listen, go ahead, seen, get in the playoffs. I mean, we've seen it all the time with Park, Park, John Marshall, and Brooke. Those three teams, those are those ones you can throw the records out anytime they play each yeah. other because they're always going to get up for those those two or those two games for each yeah, of those teams. Yeah, for each of the teams, definitely. Uh, but Park at five and two, you know, pretty solid nine ranking. Looking to get a couple wins because you know that's a tough place to be. Uh, right now, if, if the rankings held true, they'd be traveling down to Cabell to play Cabell Midland, and. <sighs> That's a place you don't want to go. You don't want to go there. No, no you, uh, that's, yeah. that, that's a tough game. It's a tough game. Uh, as we look, you know, you have University there at 12. They're also 5-2, and two, you know, looking to get a couple wins to solidify their playoff position. And then uh, a little further down, you have Morgantown, you know, at 4-3. At, at and three, um, You know, they're looking to get a couple wins. You know, they're getting that program back on track, get the playoffs, you know, try to get in that top eight so you can host a first-round game. I mean, Morgan Morgantown, again, they're in that transition, in the transition, they're Starting to strike back a little yeah. bit. I'd like to, I'd like to see a little bit more from them, uh, just consistently. I mean, that that's what you're going to have to do to be able to have a, have a shot in AAA in the state of West Virginia. Yeah. You got to be consistent. And right now, you're just not seeing a ton of consistency with Morgantown. Yeah. Um, but again, Play, played South incredible. Oh, they played you know, them really tight. Weekend. Played them really tight. I mean, South's a tough team. Yeah, they South's are. a tough. South's team. a tough team. Morgantown hung right with them. You know, uh, up until the fourth quarter. Yep. Uh, you know, now we look at that John Marshall Brook matchup that we had last week. John Marshall moves, you know, to 18. Brooke to 19, you know, you're looking to get in that top 16, so you're going to have to get some wins. You know, if you're looking, you're, you're looking at John Marshall and Brooke, you're going to have to get a, 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 at least one, I'm thinking where they're at now, probably two wins to, to, for each of them to make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, so three games left for each of those. I mean, you're definitely going to have to look at at least winning two of the three of those. I think so, yeah. If you, if you want a chance to get in there at all, I mean, you're going to have to win two of yeah. those. I mean, you don't want to say there's must-win games, but this is the time of the season where yeah. there are must-win games. Yeah. As coaches, you don't want to say that to your players, like, hey, we have to have this yeah. one. But, I mean, you got to go 1-0 every week, and hopefully you can sort of yeah. eke your way in there. I mean, it's going, to be, it's going to be tough if you get in that 16th seed, though, traveling to one of those one or twos during a playoff oh, game. Yeah, to South, I mean, the Hurricane, you know. South, Hurricane. I mean, Martinsburg gets on a Martinsburg little bit of a run. run. I mean, run. Huntington's up there. You know, you just I don't mean, know there's where you're going to go. I mean, there's some of those teams in AAA. I mean, AAA's a tough slate. It is. If you're not in that upper half of that tier, I mean, it's it's a meat grinder once the playoffs definitely, are rolling around. Definitely, definitely. Uh, you know, moving on. Uh, taking a little bit of a look at, at, at Double A here, um, you know, we have Weir. Uh, they're at 16, and, you know, that means that they are just, you know, just in right now. They're tied with Chapmanville, more of a basketball school, you know, as we talk, I'll talk a little bit about basketball maybe later. Um, but Weir, looking to get a couple wins, maybe, you know, solidify their playoff spot. You know, they, ha- they only have two games left. They're five and three, so they have two games left. You know, win them both, and I think you're definitely in. Yep. Split them. And now you're you're leaving it up to the computers. 
Yeah, I mean, you never want to be in that position. You never want to be that person going on the playoff machine and crunching all these victories, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I know back in my days coaching single A, we would spend tons of time at, towards the end of the season just saying, oh, well, what if this team wins? What if this team wins? Yes. That's never where you want to be. You, you no. want to control your own destiny, and that's one of the things that I think we really need to yeah. try to do to get those couple of wins. Just win and get in. Win and in. You know, next, moving on to single A, where we have some representation here. Uh, you know, we talked about Williamstown a little bit. Um you know, now we have number two, Wheeling Central. Okay. You know, right there, they're 7-0. and You know, as I look at the rankings real quick, I think we have eight undefeated teams in, in single A. So you have eight undefeated teams in single A. Um, you know, a lot of them, two, three games left. Uh, Wheeling Central at 7-0. and um, You know, they're, they're really rolling. Uh, keep that number two, and they're home throughout. Yeah, I think the thing that's going to hurt Wheeling Central in terms of seeding. I mean, they're they're going to win. A, they're going to win a bunch of games. Yeah. But the thing I think that's hurting them right now is the bonus points that they're getting from the yeah. teams that they've beat. The teams that they've beaten. I don't think they're yeah. getting a whole lot of points contributed there, um, especially not as many as I think that's what's going to separate Williamstown or maybe even some of those three or four seeds if yeah. one of them manages to hop Wheeling Central. It's just yeah. those bonus points because I know Wheeling Central's had a tough time getting games, and when you yeah. don't have games that are getting you those bonus points what? i know it can be hard to solidify those upper tier seeds. what is it when, when they're looking for games that old beggars can't be choosers so yep. some, sometimes they get some games that they probably don't want to be playing right um but they have to play them just to fill the schedule you gotta you gotta have 10 right yeah i mean, you I mean you got, well you don't have to have 10 you don't but, have to but it hurts but i tell yeah. you what when you take one game away and you only have nine it hurts your rating it's hard it's yeah, hard it, to it's do. hard because your do. rating goes down hey take a look at cameron, cameron number five Dragons. you know uh right there eight no you know, and up until last week, uh, you know, I didn't know this. Coach Myers brought this to my attention out at school. They had the most bonus points of any team in single A. Now, Williamstown got them by one. They have 23 bonus yep. points. Cameron has 22 bonus points. Uh, so Cameron looking to win two more games, trying to bump up there. You get into the top four, you're hosting two. You know, if you can get the top two, you're hosting, you know, throughout till the championship. So Cameron trying to get into that top four, maybe host a couple playoff games out there. Um, hope to catch them out there too, because it's a great I mean, place to I mean, see. We a talked about game. a little bit last. We talked about a little bit last week. When you travel to Cameron, that's a home field advantage. Having oh, yeah. to travel out those windy roads out to them, if they could host too, it would be great to see. I think it really speaks to the strength of the upper class here with um, single A. If we look, yeah. the top six teams here, top seven teams, top eight teams, all undefeated. Yeah. I mean, you just don't see that. I mean, no. they're all undefeated. Yeah. All of those teams are tough. And, I mean, that upper part of that is just tough. It's yeah. just tough. And, I mean, it's going to it's gonna be really interesting to see how single A shakes out. Because yeah. there's some stronger teams that are maybe a one-loss team, but they're back behind the points because there's so yeah. many teams are undefeated in that yeah. single A bracket. Yeah. Going back to Wheeling Center real quick as we look at the rankings, they have Greenbrier West coming up in, in a couple weeks. And they're going to travel to Greenbrier. Greenbrier sits at 6-1, and one, tied for ninth in the rankings. That could be one. Wheeling Central could improve, go maybe bump to one with a win there. I think but that if, I think that would be the swing in bonus points. It, really definitely, and, and the Greenbrier gets a win, and you know that they, they could really get a bump there too. That'd so be, yeah, huge it's for both. It's going to be a game to watch out for definitely. Uh, as we go further in the rankings, uh, you, you know, we we get down here a little bit um, as as we see, uh, you know, not a lot of local teams. Uh, uh, we have maybe, uh, you know, like I said, Greenbrier. Uh, is there, you know, they match up with, with uh, Wheeling Central a little bit. Um, you know, a couple more teams might be able to, to get in there, Zach, but our, our representatives probably Wheeling Central and Cameron. I would say I would say Wheeling Central and Cameron are going to be definitely our Ohio Valley representatives in that regard. I mean, I, I, single A is tough sometimes because yeah. sometimes you get those teams that when you get down because you're having a hard time getting those kids to come out for the program, it can be kind of hard to rebuild that set. Yeah. Um, and teams like Weirton Madonna and stuff like that that are just on the outside looking in. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be one of those seasons they're going to have to get some kids out and see what they can do for next year. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we'll wrap it up here with, with our with our ranking system. Is Ohio is in their last week of the regular season. So, you know, we have teams clinched. We have, you know, we have teams that are in, teams that are fighting to get in. Next week's going to be great. We'll, we'll take a look <sighs> it's at It's going to be fun. You know, we'll fun. have the final playoff rankings, and then we'll get to we'll hear their plan. You know, It'll be great. We'll, we'll get into it. You know, West Virginia, three weeks left. So three games left for some of these teams, two for others, and you're just looking to, to battle and buy for, for a playoff spot. Um, it's, 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 this is the best time of year for football. I mean, you know, I went with my tropical theme for my shirt today, but it's finally yeah. getting cold. It feels like football weather. I run around at practice today. I was so fired up. Yeah. Just loving, loving the cold, loving the energy. And, I mean, getting those pads cracking and getting a chance to have some really great high school football and, you know, a little bit of nice cold air. I just – 
gives you life. It's yeah. great to see. Hey, come back next week. Listen to us. Hey, come back to the Ohio Valley uh, Athletics.com streamcast where we're just better.